Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now go ahead and get a jump start on planning a fun Mississippi getaway over at visitmississippi.org. And if you like catfish, then we've got an event for you. The 45th annual World Catfish Festival is being held April the 2nd in downtown Belzoni. And joining us today to tell us a little bit more is Miss Emily and Miss Katie. Hey, ladies. Hey. Hey. So good to have you both on. Miss uh, Emily, we'll start with you because I know the annual World Catfish Festival has been one of the uh, longest running and largest festivals in Mississippi's history. But sadly, it kind of hit pause over the last couple of years. So when's the last time the festival took place? The last time we were able to have a festival was in 2019. In 2020, we had the planning all the way down until almost mid-March, you know, and then we had to pull the plug on everything. So we're really excited to have it this year. Well, let's go back to, what, 45 years ago? I mean, I wasn't even a thought (laughs) in my parents' mind. But celebrating the industry of catfish obviously was on the mind of Mississippians because they decided to come together and create a an event around celebrating catfish. So how did this event get started? Well, the very first Catfish Festival was on April 8th, 1976, and it was on a Thursday. And it was sort of marketed as a bicentennial celebration, being 1976. I recently pulled some old newspapers from our Belzona banner, our local newspaper, and read about the first festival. And it's really transformed into more of a music and arts and crafts festival over the years. But the first one was a much different. They had the Commissioner of Agriculture at the time, Jim Buck Ross speak and even had their featured speaker, Governor Cliff Finch. So it was much different. We don't have those kind of speakers now. We have a lot of music and things and pageants. And there was actually only one musical presentation that day. It was two ladies from Charleston, Mississippi, Lou Ann Coster and Cindy Mullen. I wonder if those ladies are still with us and singing a tune. It would be cool to pay ode to, you know, the ones that maybe got it started. But I agree with you, um, Emily. There's enough political talk. We can allow the music and the fun and the festivities uh, <laughs> to take place, uh, at least at our festivals. Now, Katie, your family is in the catfish industry. And so why is it special to have an event just for King Catfish? Well, you know, the promotion and recognition from the festival really shines a light on a product that we work hard on every day. And catfish is really known in this area, so everyone wants to come to the festival. You know, I grew up uh, going to the festival every year, so it really is something unique to the area. And Simmons is a name everyone knows when they think of catfish in Mississippi. I feel like that's a fair statement to say, Uh, Katie. (laughs) So how long has your family been farming catfish? I'm sure a lot longer than the festival. Festival's been around. 
Well, my dad started farming catfish in the 70s, um, and then he opened our processing plant in 82. So we're celebrating our 40th year in business in the, for the processing plant. Okay, so the festival, uh, you know, has outshined that about five years. So I think that's, you know, that just goes to show, though, the the roots of this industry in the Mississippi Delta. And I know that is uh, one of the prides of Belzoni, right, um, Emily, is the fact that it's the heart of the Delta, but it's also the heart of the catfish um, industry. So there has to be some good eats there. I know you mentioned the music and the crafts, which we'll get to, but is there some good catfish being served up? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. We have actually a great number of tasty food trucks coming to the festival, and we've had to turn down a great number of food trucks, and I always hate to do that. But we have Larry's Catfish out of Itabina, Mississippi, coming to cook our catfish that day, and we're so excited. And we're also excited to have the uh, 2021 Best Food Truck in the State Crooked Letter Kitchen, as well as food trucks from all over the state coming. We're excited about the food. I'm going to have to take some home after. Well, you mentioned, too, um, Emily, that there were other ways to catch fish get uh, represented here or get honored. I think I heard a pageant, which I think is very interesting, and then some arts and crafts. So what other way is catfish sort of on display for the festival? Well, Rebecca, we have two catfish pageants. We have a Little Miss Catfish pageant at 10 a.m. for our little girls from 3K all the way up to 6th grade. And then we have a scholarship pageant at noon for our older girls, 17 to 24. And like I said, that's a scholarship pageant. The Little Miss is all for fun. Uh, Maybe some of them take it very seriously, but it's mostly for fun. Our scholarship pageant, though, awards the winner $2,000 in scholarship money, $250 and a clothing allowance, travel expenses, and she gets to attend the Catfish Farmers of America convention, which I've never been to that, but I hear it's a great time. So our winner, our Miss Catfish, really gets a lot out of this pageant. I feel like we're going to have to meet her, um, Emily, here on Good Things whenever she is crowned as the 2022 uh, Miss Catfish. I feel like that's a really cool title to hold. Okay, Katie, how exciting is it for the industry when this event sort of rolls back or to see this event coming back after a few years um, hiatus? What are you looking forward to? Well, you know, with the Catfish Queen Contest, um, each contestant has to pick a farm or a plant to sponsor them. And so we sponsor a contestant every year. And um, the contestant we sponsored in 2019 won, and and she's been Catfish Queen for three years now. (laughs) So she's had a big job, and she was just that we had our Catfish Convention in New Orleans recently, and she was there. Um, But this year we're sponsoring Claire Anna Yates. So I'm excited to see how she does. But another thing that I really love that's unique to the festival is the Belzona Garden Club play. I love seeing that. That's something I've been doing, you know, since I was a little girl. It's really unique to the festival. It sounds like, Emily, there's just so many special pieces to the annual World Catfish Festival. And I know here through Good Things, we've highlighted some of the artists who have made the iconic um, posters, which has become its kind of own collector's item of of this event. So when did this kind of catch on as becoming something to uh, for people to collect? And then what is who can we look forward to creating it this year? I would say that it has been important from the very beginning. In fact, uh, not too many people even have the full collection. I think our local lawyer, Cham Trotter, may be one of the only ones that has the full collection of posters. So they are very iconic. We've had artists, many artists over the years do it. Uh, 
H.C. Porter from Vicksburg was a big one that we had to do it for many years. Uh, they are in most businesses, homes, hunting camps, and venues all around the Central Delta and beyond. And people actually still order past posters from our Catfish Museum. Now, this year, JMH Graphics out of Hattiesburg designed our T-shirt and poster for us. And not every year has the T-shirt and poster match, but it does this year. And right now, we're looking at potentially maybe getting an artist commission to do our poster for next year. We're already looking at some some people. And if you're looking at supertalktv.com, I actually put this year's uh, poster up. Emily, they can see the 45th uh, annual World Catfish uh, Fest in the poster, which would also, I think you said it would be on on the t-shirt, which I think is really exciting. And you love something to collect, right? And people love t-shirts, and I love the idea um, of, of the poster for sure. Okay, Katie, we were supposed to be having this conversation on Tuesday, which would have been our tasty Tuesday here on Good Things, but the tornado <laughs> had a had other uh, plans for us so the weather did um, but when you think of catfish I know the first thing people say is fry it up with some hush puppy and fries but there's got to be and I know there is other ways to enjoy catfish so what is your favorite way to cook up catfish other than frying it well my my family's go-to is always Miss Sybil's baked catfish with cheese um, it was created by a lady from Indianola Sybil Arant and I think she, I mean, it was in the 80s, and it was um, even, even featured in the New York Times. So it's pretty cool. And then I feel like I could go on and on. We, um, we make catfish gumbo and catfish cakes and Okay, we've thought of it all. <laughs> you have thought of it all, and I think I see Rhino over there Googling up just a little bit. We may be trying that recipe on future good things, um, um, Katie. That sounds absolutely uh, delicious. And, Emily, if we are ready to plan our trip to Belzoni, I know it's coming up April the 2nd. That's next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the next. How do we make our plans or see all the events of what will be going on? One of the best ways to get all the information you need is on social media. I mean, that's how everybody's doing it these days. You can go to our Facebook page, World Catfish Festival, or you can go on Instagram, World Catfish Fest. We also have a website, BelzonaMS.com. We have a great lineup this year, and we're just so excited for all of our musicians, our Belzona Garden Club play, as Katie mentioned, our pageants, and we have lots of surprises. In fact, this is something that not a lot of people know about right now, weather permitting, of course, Pathford EMS is actually offered to come and fly in our former Miss Catfish, Lily Kate Saxon, into the festival at 9.30 a.m., and they're going to stick around and let kids sit in the helicopter and everything, and they offered to do all of this, and I just can't thank Pafford enough for that. It's amazing. Sounds like it's going to be a great welcome back and a breath of fresh air to the annual world, or the world annual catfish festival. Um, Emily and Katie, thank you so much for your time here on Good Things. Best of luck for good weather and good catfish. Thank, thank you, you, Rebecca. So all righty, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. 
community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. The five-star reviews keep rolling in for Trust Care Kids in Gluckstadt with praises like amazing, super friendly, and best of the best. And now we have two rock star pediatricians at Trust Care Kids, Dr. Kathy Philippi and Dr. Megan Washington. Both have years of experience and are accepting new patients. We are here for kids from birth through college. Walk in or by appointment. Visit us at TrustCareKids.com. Helping kids feel better, faster. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things to do in Mississippi, so go to visit Mississippi.org to find out more. And you got the CPR Fest. It is returning to the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi on Saturday, April the 2nd. You'll be able to see Three Doors Down, along with Seether, Bad Flower, so many others all together for one incredible show. So if that interests you, you can go to Ticketmaster.com or pick up some tickets over at Mississippi Coast Coliseum box office. We hope you, too, have been over at the Good Things Facebook group. I've been keeping it updated with all the positive 
positive headlines that I can find about our great state and creating some fun conversation, which we bring to you here on the show. So it's a little bit of a backtrack because I think it was Monday or Sunday was the first day of spring, officially the first day of spring, right? And then you have all the weather events and everything. I know it was around the first of this week. And so I asked you to fill in the blank. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. So, you know, I'm not far behind. We're only like half a week away. You know it's spring in Mississippi when, blank, 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 601-879-4395, without somebody having to tell you, you know, oh, it's the official first day of spring. When do you know, without a shadow of doubt, that spring has arrived in uh, Mississippi? I can guarantee you we're all thinking at least one thing together yeah and i I think even mine trying to be a curveball is a derivation of that because mine would be even if you haven't noticed it after a rain you notice the little yellow Ah. lines yellow even if you hadn't noticed that light yellow film that's starting to, to form on everything from the pollen after a good rain like we've seen recently you can definitely see how far the rain got so if spring in Mississippi was a color, it would be pollen yellow. Pollen yellow. If spring was a sound in Mississippi, it would be <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> because that's the next most common answer to fill in the blank. You know, it's spring in Mississippi when everyone starts sneezing. I can't tell you how many people have uh, come for good things or are here at Super Talk, and every single one of them will say. Man, my allergies are really messed up right now. Please pardon the watery eyes or the sneezing or the sniffling, which, you know, three years ago, two years ago, a year ago, it was, I promise I don't have COVID. It's just my allergies. And it feels refreshing that we can just have our allergies back and you can just come out and say, man, the pollen's really getting to to my sinuses, uh, you know, you, and you do, you pardon me, I'm going to sniffle or have to uh, give a little cough or whatever it may be. But at least we're past having to explain ourselves away. But really, if you've if you've lived through two springs here in the South, you get it. You're, you, you just get it. When or it you just here. don't have allergies. Or you just don't have. Or do those people exist? Oh, yeah. Is it possible? It's about Two-thirds of the population? Because if it's not pollen, then you have all the other beautiful things that are starting to bloom that bring about also... Yeah, what is ragweed? <laughs> I hear about it. I don't think I could point it out in a, in a lineup. I don't know, but people are, are deathly alert, or not deathly, but maybe. Highly would be a better a better term for it, allergic for it. Michelle in Oxford says, you know it's spring in Mississippi when the robins and the red, bird, red bugs come out. Ugh, the red bugs. Yeah. You know, with every season, it has its wonderful ups, and then it brings its unfortunate. In spring, you have all the beautiful flowers coming to bloom. Everything's looking prettier. You get warmer temperatures. And then the most annoying little creatures start to come out, and that would be mosquitoes and red bugs. And slowly it's tick season and you know what? This is good things. We'll we'll keep we'll keep on the positive positive uh, track for there. Steve said, "When I swat the first mosquito of the year, you know it's spring in Mississippi." JJ in West Point, my allergies get crazy. A sound is a sneeze and tornado siren. Yes, yeah, sadly, you could have two sounds 
for Mississippi um, in the spring. What are the other senses? Feel. Yeah, you have uh, sight, smell, we got taste. S- sight would be color. Okay. Correct. Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. Sound would be sneezing or tornado siren. Okay, so what would be the smell of spring? Fresh cut grass. Because that's when you finally start getting back out and having to stretch stretch your legs and mow and weed eat and getting your gardens back ready. Some of you have yards that really give you a get-out-of-jail-free card for several months. And then that first couple of spring-like showers, and you wake up one morning, and you're drinking your coffee, and you're like, wow, there's a whole jungle back there. Where did that come from? But the sad part— It went from a lush carpet to— that's more than plush. And then, but the sad part is, it's still damp and wet. So, you, if you have like a you know a heavy duty uh, zero turn or whatever, you're going to get stuck. So you have to sit there and watch it kind of continuously grow until you get that little bit of window where you can get out there and actually get your yard mowed or taken care of for sure. Mike in Oxford, color is powdered blue and sound of ping effect. I wonder what Mike in Oxford will be doing this upcoming weekend. Baseball is definitely back. Baseball is definitely back. And I think it's cool when you think about the sights and sounds and smells and all that. It it lends to what you get excited about in spring because Mike's thinking, you know, it's the taste of hot dogs and popcorn and beer, you know, in the in the park where all of us garden folks like I put myself in the garden garden category. The garden folks who make their yards and everything look beautiful have a completely different, you know, sight, sound sort of perspective of um, of spring. Okay, so smell though. You had the fresh cut grass. I think we can all um, say that. Was it sight, sound. What would be the t- what would be the touch? What would you feel? What do you feel in spring? I guess warmth. Yeah, it would either be warmth weather? or humidity coming back. Although it never really left. It just it hung around and it was on the low, and then now it's like okay, it's time to shine again. Yeah, you start to get that light kind of glisten in your in your forehead and your nose and your sort of cheek sort of area that just sticks with you for the next several several months. There's no shame in that Mississippi sheen. That or if you want to get really specific, the touch is whatever your thermostat feels like. Because you're going to have to change it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Some of you hold out. Like, they're – well, it's like when you finally switch from heat to air, and then it's like you're like hell-bent on not switching it back. We're not going back to the heat. We're not going back. You're not not getting there. Or if you're hell-bent on waiting to switch it to air – you got a lot of nights where you've got the fans going, you're sleeping a little skimpy, you're just trying your best to make it through because you know the next night or the next night there's going to be another low. We have made the switch. So we have been, I guess, on the air air condition, which stinks for those couple of nights that drop lower than normal because you get a little chilly, right, because the air conditioner's not going to come on. No. But during the day, it gets a little, um, a little warmer so that it'll kick on. We're in firmly shorts and light jacket weather. Mm-hmm. You might as well have them both because you never know when you're going to need them throughout the day. And rain jackets and umbrellas. Lisa and Clara, taste would be crawfish. Had it a couple people chime in. Taste would be crawfish. I mean, you're right. There's like a, a one, and I we appreciate crawfish. Why? Because 
for the most part, it has not been screwed up, and you have a season for it. There's no factory-farmed crawfish somewhere, which is just weird and creepy for you to be able to have crawfish in the middle of November. You wouldn't want it at all. I mean, you might can buy it, I guess, already peeled. Yeah, you can find the frozen stuff. You can buy the frozen stuff. You're not going to find a crawfish boil or a crawfish specialty place that they're they're really excited and there's the line and you know all right the line's there it's the good stuff that's it that's the start of the season is seeing the line at the crawfish place mm-hmm. and it runs through pretty much spring by the end of april first of may it starts to kind of tell down and i just really appreciate things that you have to wait for and enjoy and then you know long for for the rest of the year someone mentioned when you start seeing all of the crappie boats yep there those those crappies start spawning and fishermen gets excited and you know nothing like getting Caught out of the water when you're trying to... <laughs> well, crappie spawns kind of like the rut during deer season. Yes. How would you... Never mind. How would you guys like to be... <laughs> to be sought after during your weakest moment with the one you love? Yeah. I just Anyway. Um, Derek and Greenwood feel the sweat. Oh, Tiffany and Carrollton, red wasp. Ugh. Yeah, that would add, I would add that to the critter list of the spring that just makes you... And they do. They come out and they're oh, hang- yeah. and they're hangry and they're ready to like. I actually did battle with red wasps on the first day of spring since it was Sunday. It was this, this past Sunday. I walked down the front porch and oh look, wasps decided to show up with their friends the ladybugs and they're just hanging out together. And I'm going, I got this wasp spray. I'm going to use it, but except when I shook it up and sprayed it, it. It needed a little help. It didn't have quite the pressure it used to, so I had to get up close and personal. Oh, and then you had to run really fast. Billy in Collinsville, the color of spring in Mississippi, dogwoods, the sound of gobbling turkey. Stick with us. we got more good things up next. You knew you should have stayed. I tried to warn you just to stay away. And now they're outside ready to From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 68. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 40 degrees. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 68. Your Friday evening, clear skies and chilly, low down to 43. And a look at your Saturday, a beautiful day on tap, sunny skies, high near 71. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein. If you're getting married soon, I want to personally invite you to Juniker Jewelry's annual wedding ring festival. It's eight big days, March 25th through Saturday, April 2nd. Come shop the state's largest selection of diamond engagement rings and ultimate wedding bands by our top designers. They'll be in our store with the latest wedding ring designs for the bride and the groom. Plus, our popular stackable bands and diamond bands that will fit up against any engagement ring. Buy your wedding rings this weekend at Juniker Jewelry's wedding ring festival and enjoy free engraving inside your rings and free layaway until your wedding with no finance charges. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing for qualified buyers. This is the weekend made for love. Juniker Jewelry Company's annual wedding ring festival. So bring your honey and your money. It's two big weekends, March 25th through Saturday, April 2nd. Now is the time to buy your wedding rings. Juniker Jewelry Company, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate to plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com and remember, use the code Word Radio for free shipping. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for your trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 33122. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi House and Senate met this morning to discuss the elimination of the state income tax, with Governor Tate Reeves stating that the elimination will happen, but that cutting $100 million a year isn't enough. Reeves also addressed the looming deadline of the legislative session. But make no mistake, an arbitrary legislative deadline of 8 p.m. on Saturday is not going to make this issue go away. We are going to eliminate the income tax. Hey folks, Steve Azar, thrilled to announce our second annual Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival on the farm in Leland, Mississippi at the very cool Janet Dunley. April 8th and April 9th, I'll be bringing in over a dozen of my hit songwriting pals from Music City, telling the stories behind the hits. We'll have the food trucks, you bring the blankets and the lawn chairs, and kids under 12 are free. If you haven't ever seen or heard a songwriter bear their heart and soul, well then you haven't heard the hit song at all. Go to Mockingbird2022.eventbrite.com to get your tickets. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. 
What decisions are being made by state lawmakers? And how will they affect you, your family, and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fl. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at one, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Pick me up, love. Pick me up, love. Every day. Good Things wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi this spring. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And there is more content from Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. You can subscribe. It's free. You can get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and of course, the good things. And we're having fun today talking about all the good things and the bugs that come with springtime in Mississippi. Sean says the smell of spring is Bradford pear stench, which I didn't know that they smelled bad until Rhino said, yep, apparently they aren't the best smelling thing. uh, Usually compared to rotting fish. Which, well, there you go, you know. Uh, Bobby and Hazelhurst got my first hummingbird yesterday. Yay! That deserves a clap and a hallelujah for our little friends to be making their way, uh, making their way back. And Larry and Jackson said, you know, it's spring when you get extra daylight in the evening. You definitely, it's a transition. At first, it feels a little weird, but by the time you get used to that extra daylight, you're definitely like, oh, there's so many things I can do with that extra time, like maybe go for a bike ride or not. But one man from New York is using the extra daylight, I'm sure, to complete his task of cycling to all 50 U.S. state capitals in one year. There's a difference in a bike ride and what that guy's doing. (laughs) It's still a bike ride. And and so far, he has found his uh, favorite state. And this was a news article over at Fox News. I posted it in the Good Things uh, Facebook group. And so he arrived in Jackson, Mississippi on the 20th on no March 3rd it was his 29th capital for him to to see and he says that Mississippi made him feel like home and so that is why it is his favorite uh, state to visit so far he added everybody is welcoming it's an incredible feeling you just feel at home that's that southern hospitality at uh, at work there and he said Mississippi is the most hospitable state he's ever been in nice mellow and homey I feel like that visit Mississippi should use that. We are nice. We are mellow. We are homey. Not homely, but homey. <laughs> One letter changes the whole trajectory of of that. But but yeah, I think it's pretty cool. And so he obviously had some run-ins with um, not only people to stay with, but places to eat and people uh, there at the Capitol. And he had nothing but good things to say 
about Mississippi. And he ended up in Yazoo City with Andy and Andy and Dottie's home. I think they have the Bottle Tree Bungalow, which is a place to stay, I do believe. And he was passing through. And apparently Andy and Dottie are both retired school teachers. They taught history. Dottie taught art. They've been married for 57 years. What a bike ride that is. Um, but apparently Andy from Yazoo getting to talk with the gentleman going. He co- he biked 2,400 miles coast to coast 20 years ago. He had to stop and, and um, do pay phones to check in to tell everybody that he was still alive. I feel like there's a good story there that I'm going to have to follow up with uh, later. But, but he had a great time, and he is on his way to his next, um, next stop. If you'd like to read the full article, you definitely can over on the Good Things Facebook group. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that I would do for, for endurance purposes. Rhino, I think the springtime is a great time to pick up running. You know, I've done marathons. I've thought, you know, further. But riding a bike to all the capitals, I mean, that's a lot of – what would that map even – That would be a a tiresome and wearisome trip if you were going by car. Because think about it. It, You're you're not going to hit – 50 states in 50 days so you're you're looking at a prolonged protracted period of time on the road and then you you double what you would expect because you're having to do it manually with your own two legs although you do have a bicycle i guess being on a bike would be better than walking it there's the silver lining on it. there's the silver lining but then at some points particularly uphill there's oh, no yeah, you're, you're gonna be marching it and Getting off that bike and huffing and puffing right up that hill. I mean, not everybody has Lance Armstrong calves. And so, and even then he cheated. So. (laughs) Well, I mean, they make different gearings for different situations, but yeah. No, there's no gear that's going to get me up a straight hill. I was thinking, you know, where is the path they're going towards like Yazoo City? I guess he didn't necessarily go through Vicksburg and all of the climbing hills that you had there. Your butt's getting off. I was about to say, the closer you get to Yazoo, the more it kind of flattens out a little bit. And you're just going to walk your happy tail right on up. Now, when you get to the top, what do you do? You hop on. Woo! You're going to do like that guy did in the the bicycle race over in, I think it was in Europe, where he he supermaned. He, like, laid down on the bike, put his arms across the handlebars, and, like, put his abdomen on the seat and streamlined himself so he could get a good running go down the hill. Bike riding is one of the things we all have at least tried once, assuming that you're able to you know to get on a bike. It's it's like a rite of passage for kids. It's something you just it's just implied that you're going to figure out. And it's that, the first taste of geographical freedom. And it's like you you have to cross that threshold at at some point, you know. And there's even a little bit of banter and bullying if you don't from the neighborhood kids that sometimes get kids up and going but every kid remembers the first time that they're able to ride their bike without you know help or training wheels and the and the freedom that that felt but they also remember the first time you catch wind coming down or remember a time you caught wind coming down a hill a little faster than you anticipated that your momentum would have picked picked up and gone and you really contemplated this is how it's going to end like we're going to meet jesus today that is this we're (laughs) mommy (laughs) 
you know, and you get down and you stop the bike, your heartbeat comes down and you're like, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. Yep. You survived. You figured it out. Or you're that kid that's like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not doing that again. But going down a hill off a bike with a bike is so much tougher than just riding down the hill. If you've tried to just have, like, depending on how steep the hill is, obviously. But a good hill, man, it's it's annoying to try to inch your way, like, going down and keeping a bike sort of with you. You're more likely to just give up and walk down and leave your bike sitting right there. I mean, you can get up the hill because you're using it as kind of like leverage to get you up the hill. But trying to get down a hill without... I don't think I've ever pushed a bike down a hill. I've always just hopped on it. I still remember the first time I hit a hole and went over the handlebars. Oh, yeah. That's also one of those... What what did they have in the the kids' movie? Core memory? Yeah. That's a core memory. Going rear end over tea kettle over the handlebars. Or splitting the bar, the seat. I mean, it's bad for guys and girls. And it's a traumatic experience. Because you didn't know it could hurt that bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or trying to do tricks with a bike. Or the first thing. You just, everyone has... has Very few people get a wheelie right the first time. You know, you don't have... I mean, Usually you wind up busting it a couple times. When you times. think about your memories with a bike, number one, you remember when you got your first big girl or big boy bike. That's, you know, what it, I bet you remember exactly what it looks like. It was either Christmas or birthday, or it was a hand-me-down, and you're still bitter about it. You should talk to your therapist about that. But you remember that. You remember when you take off for the first time. But then usually every other memory about a bike after that is because it didn't end well. You don't... <laughs> You don't, like, store those wonderful memories of riding around the neighborhood, unless you think about them, in packs of bikes. Or unless you taught yourself a trick. Like, you remember learning that trick. You remember landing it. Yes, that. But other than that, it's all horror stories from a bike. You remember that time we went down? You remember that time I got a flat? You remember that time I thought you died? (laughs) The time the dog ran in front of you, so you dodged and hit the tree? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Because you, at some point, if you got further enough away from home and something happened to the bike, there is that moment of trying to figure out, we got we both have to get back, and there's two bikes, and it's getting dark, so how are we doing this? Not all bikes had, like, the nice little foot pedals and all for your friends to catch a ride on the back. You had to either all walk it out or, or figure it out. I mean, it depends on the... The size, but I mean, you you could handlebar it. Therein lies another story to be told that don't always end well when you have one sitting on the front and the one trying to do the pedal. Have you ever done a tandem bike? Uh, not the straight line tandem bike, but I have been on the bike where it's you're you're a, you're sitting at a bike, but you're around a round table and it's got the canopy over you and you can all pedal, but you're all kind of it's really hard to steer. Bad parenting alert. My 18-year-old daughter can't ride a bike. She never showed any interest. I'm sure she's not the she's not the only one. I I so but I bet she could if she put her mind to it. And if she ever got far enough away from home and a bike was the only thing to get back, she'd figure it out within a couple of miles. Stick with us, more good things up next.
When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle trebles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. So the dream was to build your very own law practice. Be your own boss, call all the shots. But have things like billing, HR, timekeeping, and all the other management stuff turned your dream into a nightmare? Take charge of your practice with Lexicon. We're the intersection of practice management software and legal support services for your firm. You'll get more billable and livable hours back. Lexicon marks the spot for all your practice management needs. Visit lexiconservices.com slash intersection to get the whole story or schedule a demo. This is a closing agri market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, May cotton was up 87 to 130.90. July cotton was up 109 to 127.35. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were down 18 cents to 17 and three quarters per bushel. July soybeans were down 16 and a quarter to 1682 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down nine and a half to seven forty eight and a quarter per bushel. July corn was down six and a quarter to seven twenty eight and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up ninety seven to one thirty six ninety five. August live cattle was up fifty five to one thirty seven seventy. May feeders up seventy to one sixty six fifty. August feeders up forty five to one seventy nine sixty. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 226 points, 34,585. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And you can get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. That's The Gallery Show, Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Good Things, Sports Talk, along with favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, Eagle Hour, and so many more. So wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, just search for Super Talk, hit subscribe, and boom, you can always go back and listen to your favorite, uh, favorite shows. I know springtime also means soccer season am i right with that rhino well it's kind of year-round yeah ah, is it a year-round sport well it's year-round around the clock i mean if you really love soccer and really want to watch soccer Mm -hmm. and you've got the right subscriptions or access to the right websites then you can watch soccer any time of day any day so there's always competitive soccer going on around the world to a certain extent but not always at the highest level of competition like the world cup or what's going on right now with world cup qualifying to figure out who gets to go oh yeah like so today's a big match today is quite possibly the biggest match of world cup qualifying in this cycle because tonight at nine o'clock our time our time 10 o'clock eastern I don't know what it is in Mexico because they're the arch rivals and I don't care. We hope Nine they're sleepy. <laughs> at the Estadio Azteca. The, we practiced that. Well, I've done it before. The the big 100,000 person stadium in the heart of Mexico City that's above, a mile above sea level. It, it's just a terrible place to play, but I still want to go watch a game there at some point. USA versus Mexico. There are Three matches left in World Cup qualifying for CONCACAF, which is what the U.S. and Mexico and Costa Rica and Panama and all the the North American teams compete in. Mm -hmm. That's their region. Out of all those teams, the top three get to go to the World Cup automatically. Automatic bid. The fourth team in the standings has to play a playoff. So it's a coin flip to whether or not you're going to get to go to the World Cup. So you really want to get in those top three spots. Well, right now, Canada is number one. They've come out of nowhere and just been the, the class of the region. They've won every single match. They, they've just put on a clinic. They've been really good. They have that golden generation coming up for them. Whether or not they can translate that into World Cup success, yet to be seen. But then you have the two perennial powerhouses, USA and Mexico, right there in second and third, tied on the number of points we have. 21 points apiece for each team. You get three points for a win, one point for a draw, no points for a loss. In these last three matches, all within this next week, Mm -hmm. we need four points. That's it. So we need a win and a draw. Two wins. Let's go with two wins. Two wins would be six points. It would be great. What's a Historically, draw? A, a draw is a tie, yeah, where you both have the same number of because goals. Because in soccer, right, it just takes a really long time to get it. You may never get the tie-breaking goal, right? Uh, well, I mean, it, it depends on what the format is. In World Cup qualifying, you can end in a tie. At the World Cup, no. 
certain matches in the group stage could end in a tie because you're playing for points. But then when you get to the knockout rounds where it's an elimination tournament, you got you can't end in a tie. You so you, you play extra time, and then if extra time you Second still up, have a tie, you, you go to penalty kicks. Yeah, okay. But so, tonight, points. 9 o'clock, we need bare minimum a point. So bare minimum, we need to go to Mexico and steal two points from them because they want three points. They want the win. Because when they came to the U.S., we got three points. We got the win. In fact, in competitive matches, the U.S. has beat Mexico three games running. So we would really, really like to make it four, rank, four, four matches running, but mm-hmm. I would settle, being a hardcore fan, I would settle for a tie in Mexico. That's settling, I know, but we, so explain, we got two other matches coming up that we could get other points in. So explain for those of us who may not understand what's on the line here. What is this like compared to? Because our family's gearing up to like go to Oxford this weekend to watch Tennessee versus um, Ole Miss. Sadly, we're... Tennessee fans, don't hate me. Uh, well, we aren't. The husband is. I'm there for support. So, like, where where are we on like what's on the line? Uh, this is the equivalent of the super regional, the last step before you go to the big dance, which is the college baseball World Series. So, this would be if if you get to the postseason because they've already gone through a couple rounds of qualifying this is the final round this is building up to the big dance the, the world cup and it's an even bigger deal because we missed out the last time around ah. we didn't go to the last world cup for the first time since i've been alive it seems like we went in 90 i think it was the first time we went after 50 years of missing out so we've been we've been consistently going to the world cup we missed out last year we need to go this time because we're hosting the next time. Jeff in Oxford says, you're making me even more nervous, which I know our friend Jeff is just as big of a soccer fan. Okay, well, we will be, we will, we hope to have a happy Rhino on Monday, right? Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll know by then or, or not. And if you want to keep with the Sports Talk, you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.